This is Cliff Mass, and welcome to my weather podcast. Each week, I talk about current weather, provide a forecast for the weekend and beyond, and give you more details about an interesting weather phenomenon. It's Friday, January 21st, and let's talk about Northwest weather. This weekend will be controlled and dominated by high pressure building over the Northeast Pacific, what is known as a ridge in the weather business. As I will discuss in the second part of this podcast, high pressure during the winter is a two-edged sword. It can bring sun and warmth, but it also can bring low clouds and fog with little sun, cool temperatures, and sometimes poor air quality. High pressure is dominant over the region today, and low clouds and fog are extensive over the Puget Sound and northwest Washington lowlands. But there are breaks, and those will get larger during the afternoon, so it'll be partly, partly cloudy. And there's certainly going to be considerable sun in the mountains. The clouds... Uh, will continue to thin during the afternoon, but I suspect temperatures will be stuck in the mid to upper 40s over most of the lowlands. But tomorrow, the contrast will increase as high pressure strengthens over the region. Now, fog and low clouds will reform and and get deeper and stronger over Puget Sound and the waters of northwest Washington, I'm sorry to say, and perhaps in the Willamette Valley as well. But temperatures, therefore, will be slow to warm up. They'll remain in the 40s near sea level. But at the same time, the high pressure will result in easterly offshore flow developing south of the surface high pressure center, which, by the way, is located somewhere off of Vancouver Island. So with this easterly offshore flow to the south of the high, Air will sink on the regional ter- uh, uh, terrain like the coastal mountains and the Cascades, and that will result in temperatures warming along the coast, particularly south of the Oregon-Washington border. Fifties and sun will favor the coast from Long Beach down to Northern California, with temperatures increasing to the south. If you're at Brookings near the California border, Temperatures will rise into the 60s, mid-60s, even upper 60s. It'll just be heaven there. Um, The mountains will be in sun over the weekend, that's for sure. And with plenty of snow, skiing should be very pleasant. But as you get this offshore easterly flow, as it sinks down the western slopes of the Cascades and the coastal mountains, there'll be warm temperatures and sun along the slopes. So if you go to some place like Tiger Mountain, up around 2,500 feet on the western slopes of the Cascades, there'll be bountiful sun and warmer temperatures. Now, Sunday will bring similar but cool, foggy conditions to the sound, but the temperatures will get even warmer along the coast and probably from Portland southward. So the worst weather is going to be lowlands, Seattle, northward. Go up in elevation, it'll be much better. Go south, it'll be much better. Now, above our region, 
in higher elevations, high pressure will help produce an inversion, temperatures increasing with height. And inversions are very stable features that prevent vertical mixing. And with this inversion over the region, particularly over the lowlands, air quality could decline substantially at lower elevations, particularly if we, if we put a lot of smoke or pollutants in there. So we'll have to watch that. Now, high pressure will dominate next week. This ridge is not going anywhere. There'll be a few weak disturbances moving through it. So I don't expect any precipitation through Thursday. But after Thursday, the dry fun will be over. And there's going to be a transition to cooler, wetter conditions as the ridge weakens and a deep trough develops over the Northeast Pacific. Thanks for listening. Weather doesn't end with the forecast. Now let's talk about the special weather topic of the week. In our region, high pressure during the winter can bring warmth and sun, but it also can bring low clouds and murky, cool conditions. But why? High pressure areas are fully three-dimensional and they tend to tilt westward with height. Aloft, high pressure areas are called ridges because higher pressure bulges upwards not unlike the vertically protruding ridges of a mountain range. High pressure is generally associated with sinking air, which warms as it descends. Why? Because of compression. As you push air down, you go from lower pressure aloft to higher pressure near the surface. And so as it sinks, it's compressed. And compression causes warming just as the air pump you use to fill your bicycle tire or auto tire warms as you, as you pump up the air. A good example of compressional warming occurred last June during our huge heat wave with record-breaking high pressure from the surface to aloft, causing sinking and warming and the tremendous temperature records over the region. Sinking air with high pressure tends to destroy clouds which are dependent on rising motion. Most clouds are associated with rising motion. Thus, high pressure with sinking tends to produce little clouds aloft from the middle to upper part of the troposphere. Now, the sinking of air in highs obviously has to weaken near the surface because air can't pass through the surface. So the sinking and warming from highs is greater aloft than near the surface. This tends to create a low-level temperature inversion in which temperatures increase above the surface, which is the opposite of the normal situation with decreasing temperatures aloft. So sinking air produces inversions. Now, inversions are important because, because they tend to inhibit vertical mixing in the lower atmosphere allowing the formation of low clouds and fog. Now, the development of low clouds into high pressure is enhanced because high pressure is associated with clear skies aloft, which allows good radiational cooling in the infrared part of the spectrum from the lower atmosphere and the surface. 
So during the cool winter, and we're in winter now, with a weak sun, low clouds and fog tend to form with high pressure. In contrast to the summertime, when the strong sun produces surface heating that mixes the lower atmosphere and brings some of that warmth associated with the high pressure down to the surface. So the situation is very different with highs between the summer and the winter. Now, south and southeast of the surface high pressure center, there is a way to get sun and warmth, particularly if there's terrain around. South and southeast of a high pressure system in the lower atmosphere, there is generally easterly and southeasterly flow which means air is coming from the east or southeast. I mean, air tends to rotate uh, clockwise around highs. And so on this eastern and southeastern side, you tend to get this southeasterly and easterly flow. Well, if you have easterly flow here in the western United States and in the northwest, the air can then sink on the western slopes of terrain features. So we have these north-south terrain features like the Cascades and the coastal mountains that include the Olympics. And so when you have easterly flow, the air sinks on the western slopes. And as that air sinks, it is compressed and warmed as it descends to lower levels on the slopes. Such descent prevents the development of low clouds. And even more so, it can result in a surge of warmer temperatures as that air is compressed and warmed as it slides down the slopes of the terrain. Such downslope warming is exactly what will occur this weekend on the coastal mountains of Oregon and along the western slopes of the Oregon Cascades. Temperatures will increase to the 50s and 60s along the coast, even upper 60s in the southern Oregon coast, while Puget Sound lowlands will stay in the, in the 40s. Sorry. So high pressure is an interesting feature. It can produce both localized warmth, but also localized cool conditions at the same time. That's going to happen this weekend. And now you know why. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Feel free to send me your questions or any topics you would like me to cover. This podcast will be available every Friday morning on my blog and major podcast platforms. If you would like to support this podcast, feel free to use the Patreon link on my blog. See you next time.